Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm your host, Paul Beckerman. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. What's in the toolkit? What? What is in the toolkit? What's in the toolkit? Check it out. The topic of today's episode is help. I've fallen behind on AI. Since the release of ChatGPT in November 2022, almost everyone has heard something about generative artificial intelligence or AI. You know, it's in the news, it's all over social media, comes up in casual or professional conversations. But even though it's on a radar somewhere, it's hard to keep up with it all. It's changing so quickly. And after all, as teachers, we're incredibly busy already. It can be hard to find enough time to really dig into generative AI as well, figure out how it works, and then determine how it might actually help us. It's easy to feel like we're falling behind. Well, the goal of this episode is to help you save some time and help you catch up a little bit, especially if you feel like you have fallen behind. In today's podcast, I'm going to share some of the basics and then offer a few practical ways for you to get started using generative AI and some strategies that can help you both save some time in the long run and catch up quickly in the short term. To do that, I'm going to answer a few frequently asked questions. Let's count it. Let's count it. Let's count it down. Question number one. What is artificial intelligence? Now, while there are many definitions out there, in simple terms, artificial intelligence, or AI for short, refers to machines or computers that are trained to imitate human thinking or thought processes. Examples include your GPS map on your phone that can figure out the best route to take when you're traveling. Another example includes the ads that you see on social media. That's AI figuring out what you might want to see based on where you've scrolled and what you've put into your profile. When you unlock your phone with facial recognition, that's AI. Alexa uses AI to understand your spoken words and then act on them. Adaptive learning programs that we might use in our classroom use AI as well to direct students to the next lesson based on their performance on the previous lesson. AI really is everywhere, and it's been around for a while. Question number two, what is generative AI? So generative AI is a form of artificial intelligence, and it's different from regular AI because generative AI can create or generate new content. These are programs like ChatGPT, Google Bard, Anthropics Claude, and Microsoft Bing Chat, which is now called Copilot. With any of these options, you type in a question or a prompt into a search field, much like you'd find in Google, and the chatbot gives you an answer. Among other things, you can ask it to draft emails for you, write essays, or brainstorm ideas. You can even ask follow-up questions, so it feels very much like having a conversation with the computer. Question number three, how does generative AI work? Without getting too technical, these generative AI chatbots are called large language models, or LLMs, which basically means they're trained on billions of samples of human language use much of it scraped off the internet. Essentially, these tools are trained to produce outputs based on large banks of real human language examples. These large language models basically learn how to put words together into meaningful patterns. They're not really thinking, but rather predicting the next most likely word based on what they've learned. That's also why they can be wrong. They're predicting based on these learned examples, 
and sometimes they predict incorrectly. When they do this, we say they're hallucinating. They're picking words that might make sense together, but they're probably not factually correct. So it's really important to understand that these chatbots can and do make mistakes. While these tools can be really helpful, they are not a replacement for human thinking. I really like the 80-20 formula that I've heard passed around. It goes like this. Even if these chatbots can do 80% of the work for you, like drafting an email, the human involved, you, still needs to do the other 20%. You need to make sure the content is accurate and that the suggested text actually makes sense and meets your needs. Think of AI as a human writing partner who can be really helpful, but it's not perfect and can make mistakes or possibly even mislead you just to make you happy or give you an answer. All right, question number four, how can I get started? My recommendation is to set up an account with one of the major chatbots and try it out. Most people agree that the current leaders are ChatGPT, Microsoft Bing Chat, or now Copilot, Google Bard, and Anthropics Claude. They all work pretty much the same. Once you set up your free account, you'll be greeted by a text box where you can type in a question or give the chatbot a task to complete. Again, think of it like communicating with a thought partner. Don't have it do all the work for you. Have it do the work with you. A great way to start is to ask it to help you brainstorm ideas for a lesson plan. Who doesn't need that, right? The more details you include into the prompt, the better the results will be. And don't be afraid to ask follow-up questions. Again, think of it like having a conversation with the chatbot. And remember the 80-20 rule. You won't want to blindly take what the chatbot created and use it in your classroom without vetting it for accuracy and usability. You're the professional, and you know best. If you do this, I think you'll find that spending even 20 minutes with it and trying it out will greatly help to demystify the experience. While there are ways to improve your prompts to get better results, and this is what they call prompt engineering, a simple query will get you started and provide useful results especially if you ask follow-up questions or ask it to revise its answers until you get something that's useful. Question number five, is there AI designed specifically for educators? Yes, and there are more being released all the time. A popular option is magicschool.ai. While there's a paid version of this program, you can use quite a few of the features for free. There are dozens of options that help you complete teacher tasks, Things like lesson planning, generating text at various reading levels, creating rubrics, designing team building activities, things like that. Technically, you can do all of these same things in ChatGPT or one of the other chatbots without going through a tool like Magic School. However, what Magic School and similar tools do is help improve the quality of results while making the prompt writing process simpler. These specialized platforms are built on top of the popular chatbots like ChatGPT, but then they help you refine your prompts by having you fill in specific fields and answer related questions. Especially if you're new to generative AI, this can make the experience easier, more streamlined, and more efficient. And question number six, what's the future of generative AI in education? To be honest, no one knows for sure. However, most people think this type of AI has the potential to serve as both a teaching assistant as well as a personalized learning tutor. While these tools won't replace teachers, 
they very well may help reduce teacher workload and provide each student with immediate and personalized support. We all know how hard it can be to get to every student as soon as they have a question, and AI can potentially help with that. Students can ask the chatbot questions and get personalized coaching as they work through a problem. The best example I've seen so far is Conmigo, a really neat AI tool developed by Khan Academy. It's still in the developmental stages, but you can sign up to try it out for a small fee, currently $4 a month. It not only helps teachers plan, but it's programmed to be a student tutor as well. It's pretty cool. You can have it do things like co-write a story with you, practice debating a topic, or become a historical figure that you can chat with. I feel like currently, Conmigo is the best sneak peek into where generative AI may be heading in the future. Well, that's a pretty quick overview of generative AI. I hope it's helped you catch up a little bit if you're feeling like you've fallen behind. Again, I'd recommend setting up an account with ChatGPT or one of the other leading AI chatbots and try it out. Ask it to help you with something that you're working on. I think you'll get a feel for it pretty quickly, and you might even save yourself some time in the process. Win-win, in my opinion. To learn more about today's topic and explore other free resources, visit avidopenaccess.org. Specifically, I encourage you to check out our collection of articles about AI. You can find it by going to avidopenaccess.org and searching for AI in the K-12 Classroom. And of course, be sure to join Rena Winston and me every Wednesday for our full-length podcast, Unpacking Education, where we're joined by exceptional guests and explore education topics that are important to you. Thanks for listening. Take care, and thanks for all you do. You make a difference. <laughs>